0: Welcome back to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute.
1: And hi, I'm Joe Quazala. I am from the Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcast. Ah,
0: Yes, I think I've heard of that uh, on on Pantheon Podcast Network. Is that
1: right? That is absolutely correct.
0: (laughs) And we're probably both using the uh, AKG microphones and headsets too, I think.
1: I got to be real with you. I have a co-host and I, I let her have oh, the AKG, right. and uh, I'm jealous because that yeah. thing is cool looking and it always sounds really good.
0: Yep, uh, and it's by uh, Harman Audio, so we really appreciate them uh, handing these out to yeah, uh, uh, pretty much everyone on the network. Yeah, every, I think every, so. at least every, every one show. podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, one per show. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, thanks so much, Joe, for coming on. I, I, I really love your show. Uh, oh, thank you. I, I, if you know, gosh, if you hadn't been doing it maybe i would have eventually thought of it <laughs> to, oh is that right because <laughs> yeah i mean i've definitely been a big follower of the rock and roll hall of fame most of my life uh, or i mean most, most of the time it's been going on mm-hmm. uh for many years now since the 80s um but yeah that's it's a great show and uh I really Thank you uh suggest everyone uh, check it out
1: yeah, you gotta. I mean, like right now, especially uh, is yeah, right. A really fertile the time in between, in between times. Yeah, we've <laughs> yeah. This waiting. is we we spend a lot of time uh, in the off season, you know, just talking about artists. But it's very cool when the nominee list is out, when the ballot is out, and there's all these artists that we can talk about specifically who might get inducted. And so that's a really cool and exciting time.
0: Well, I really thank you for coming on for this minute here. Uh, It's minute 86, and it starts with Jan telling William it will be a cover story. Yeah. And ends with the band being nearly silenced by Williams News. Yeah. Uh,
1: You've got Jan, uh, who, you know, was one of the people who founded the Rock and Roll Hall (laughs) of Fame and, you know, was the chairman up until very recently. Uh, So, yeah, he's. He, I love the opening tableau. You got Jan Winter. You got Ben Fong Torres. They're both on the phone. You've got Rain Wilson in the background, mm-hmm. looking at a book that says "Art" on yeah. it, extremely <laughs> big letters. Yeah, huge letters of, of, of art on on the yeah. And then there looks to be uh, a picture of John Lennon, which I imagine was a, a Rolling Stone cover. And yeah. then we have—is that the fact checker? Is that yeah, the, Al- the Allison,
0: the fact checker, Allison, the fact checker, <laughs>
1: sitting yeah, sitting down there. And I is I'm curious if is Aaron Foley the. Yeah. Yeah, she's a comedian who I think I've met once or twice. Yeah,
0: I was going to guess that you might have met her. I don't know if you met Rain, but... Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I do not. Com- comedy circles, but... Uh.
1: Yeah, right. That's, I, I was kind of surprised, because I have not seen this movie in a long time. I think probably the last time I saw it was before I ever even did stand-up. And, okay. you know, I've, I've yeah. been doing stand-up for, like, th- 13 years. Wow. <clears throat> so, I, like, a face like that. But Almost Famous is, I think, interesting because there are a ton of comedy people throughout the movie in small parts. You know, I mean, the biggest oh, yeah. part, obviously, is Jimmy Fallon as their manager. You know, a, a rare Jimmy Fallon yeah. acting role, right? <laughs> when we thought maybe he was going to be a movie star. Uh, but then you also get, like, uh, Mark Marin screaming, lock the oh, gates. Yeah. Which I think people who listen to his podcast maybe don't even know that like that is it's uh, in the intro to his his show, but it's a quote it's directly lifted from from Almost Famous, and uh, there's a comedian named Nick Swornson who plays like a a David Bowie fan. A a lot of
0: them seem to him and uh, Eric Stone Street there. And, and yeah. hotel lobbies, I pointed out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it seems I'm...
0: like, why, why are the comedians all, all in hotel lobbies <laughs> usually? But they're not. Like you said, marin and Aaron Foley here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And you've, you've got Mitch Hedberg, I don't think has any lines, yeah. but he's- uh, well, well, and he
0: did, we could barely hear him a little bit. We So we covered this just, it was a few minutes ago, a few weeks ago now, um, where he's talking about a donkey dick, about donkey dicks being funny. Great! You can just hear that a little bit in the theatrical cut. Then there's the untitled, extended, forty plus minutes long, longer. Um, oh wow! Where, where he, you just hear just there's just a little bit more back and forth between him and the other guy. I forget, I can't remember who the other guy is at this point. But
1: yeah. interesting. And then you 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 get a decent amount of comedic actors like Jay Baruchel or yeah, the right? aforementioned yeah. Rain Wilson. Sure. Yeah. But I think what's interesting, uh, like Jason Lee, does not do a lot of straight drama but this is probably his yep. unless I'm mistaken like one of his biggest drama movie roles
0: well and the next closest I think too would be the follow up to this for Cameron Crowe especially at least is uh, Vanilla Sky uh, Oh shit yeah, is kind of I
1: forgot that Jason Lee was yeah. even in that That's and it's not as big a wild. part I don't
0: think as this is I mean even though right. this isn't necessarily the biggest part I mean it's, it's you got, you know, he's the front man of the band the you know of, yeah. Yeah.
1: so that's uh yeah, it's it's the casting choices are are certainly interesting.
0: Yeah, and we also have uh, coming up. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's in both cuts, but it's at least in the in the director. Or in, yeah, in the director's untitled cut. Um, in a in a taxi cab, in just like about three minutes from now, I think. Um, the real Jan winner.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, wow! Well. Back,
0: back of a cab. Um and and I think a lot of people just don't realize who, what he looks like and this guy isn't necessarily trying to I mean I I think he's probably trying to look a little bit like him but they're not going to extensive efforts to you yeah, know yeah, with yeah. any kind of you know appendages or anything yeah any that's kind funny of, like, extra makeup
1: a big sign that says yawn hanging around his neck <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
0: um but we'll get to that when we do um but yeah I mean yeah the amount of comedians and and you know, uh, even so, even this guy playing Jan Winter here, you know, they didn't have him play himself,
1: <laughs> of course, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a
0: period piece, it's, like, it's like, you know, this 20, is what 20, 27 years off, <laughs>
1: exactly, right? How can you,
0: yeah, but um, so I mean, this guy, I mean, he's, he's definitely looking at looking at his IMDb right now. I, I know I looked through it a little bit prior, but uh, you know, it's 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 not a Whole bunch to talk about. It's... Yeah, I didn't
1: recognize the actor. I didn't recognize, uh, you know, yeah, I didn't recognize Jan. I didn't recognize the guy playing Ben Fogg Torres either. Uh, yeah. Do we know if the uh, if Aaron Foley's role if that is a real person?
0: Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: at least Rain, the name Rain is yeah. Rain's David right. Felton, right. Right. right? True. Yeah, David
0: Felton. Even though, I mean, you know, we, we a lot of times kind of I think some people. Even on the show, we had a little confusion at one point uh, uh, with um, Hunter S. Thompson being being like, "Is this like a replacement for Hunter S. Thompson because he's got the cigarette, the longer extended cigarette?"
1: Oh, and, interesting. You know,
0: but apparently, they both—I guess—they both did that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was the thing to was, do at yeah, the time. Right.
0: Um, I don't know which which one got it from the other, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, um, it
1: was just in the air. Yeah,
0: yeah right. Um, but yeah. You know, yeah, and Aaron Foley. She's definitely going to get some more lines coming up. I think she might have had just one line previous, and what minute that was, I can't quite recall right now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she, you know, she, she's definitely right now. It's just the two of them. You know, they're silent throughout this whole scene from last minute into this minute. But uh, it's it's uh, Jan and Ben are the ones that are now talking this minute. That's for sure.
1: Right, talking about the mojo, right, which is which is funny. <laughs> uh, I I had not actually I had not heard of that, and I is well it I mean vague? essentially
0: it's 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 an it's an earlier day fax machine. You yeah, know, is, is the idea. Um,
1: the Mojo Wire. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then
0: so the, and, and of course the funny the funny bit is that you know it actually it transmits <laughs> one page. Yeah, eight, 18 One page, minutes. 18 right. Minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that
1: kind of thing in uh, movies in old movies where it's like. Yeah. They're so uh, aware, like mm-hmm. that we are watching it now. <laughs> that that thing of like you watch a Bill and Ted movie or like any movie where they time travel or it takes place in the past, and someone's mm-hmm. like, "No, no one's ever." Or John Lennon, yeah. we, no one's ever gonna know your name. And your, well, that's, I mean, that's
0: that's the whole uh, funny one of the funniest bits, you know. You know, concerning the time travel and Back to the Future near the beginning, when yes. when Marty's first met Doc, and they're talking about the presidents.
1: Yeah, right. It's <laughs> like Mondra, that kind of I'm shit. Like Reagan, the actor. Yeah, it's funny, but then you hear it so many times, and just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> they don't know; <laughs> they exist in the past. We get it.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, this, you know, it, it's it's kind of crazy, you know that that uh, yeah they're they're wanting. Him to give them everything he's got at this point, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and, uh huh,
0: and and along with along with his notes, and as far as we last saw William, I mean he's not doing well. I mean he's got this all these scraps of paper, and that even comes back into play for something that Aaron uh-huh. Foley's character says.
1: <laughs> so okay, so at this point they're like, all right, you've had enough time to get all the things you need. Uh, come on back, finish the story, and he hasn't really been. Has he not really been? uh focusing has he just been partying is that the idea
0: uh i mean that's certainly i mean that's certainly ben's uh concern at one at the one point when he calls and and uh um uh yeah sapphire answers they're they're it's after I right see, after I the flowering scene and and sapphire answers they're they're in bed together essentially and damn uh, and he and he grabs the phone William. from her like what are you doing answering <laughs> talking to ben <laughs>
1: uh okay because yeah and it, i, I it
0: practically does screw him up you know ah,
1: you gotta be he, careful he recovers
0: uh, <laughs> with with what uh with with what uh lester bangs told him and he thankfully wrote down on his hand so he would have it in the an emergency 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 case like that
1: right was, okay
0: be uh, able to tell him uh t- tell ben the uh, uh think a uh, think piece
1: <laughs> yeah interesting well they and then they go to uh they go to max's or we yeah. cut to Max's Kansas mm-hmm. City, which is a real historic place. I did not know that. Uh, I had never never seen the Max's Kansas City sign where it says oh, yeah. mm-hmm. steak, lobster, chickpeas. <laughs> chickpeas. It's a it's a weird, it, the way it's constructed is very strange because <laughs> it's like, all right, the, if you just read it normally, you would read it steak, chick, lobster, peas, right? Oh, okay, yeah. If you're going left to right, yeah, right, up and down, but then you're like, okay. Steak. And if you go still though, if it's chickpeas, then it should be steak lobster, which also doesn't make any yeah. sense. Also, I guess it, it's supposed to be funny, right, that they're advertising uh-huh. chickpeas, which are basically, you know, <laughs> you know, they're beans, like you wouldn't put that is yeah, is that you, the cheeky little thing?
0: Yeah, you, you have you have an A A level, you know, entree, you know, right. steak. A level yeah. entree lobster, and then, and then your chickpeas. side of chickpeas.
1: They are <laughs> Um, they're to
0: die for. They're
1: they're killer chickpeas. Well, I I just put into Google. I put Max's Kansas City, uh, yeah. chickpeas and it said chickpeas recipe. So wow. I, maybe it's maybe that's real that the chickpeas are. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, and and so, uh, so let let's go to my deleted scene, which I think I mentioned uh to you that uh, so it's it's the entrance into it. So we have you have the same shot here uh of a uh-huh. sign. But then it cuts to um, uh, William trying to get in, and and a couple bouncers there, and the bouncers have shirts on. So I was reading the the shirts a lot better, and those are in a single line going across. So it's much more clearly steak and lobster and chickpeas there.
1: um, Okay, good good, a good clarification
0: or lobster peas. but uh and gosh i you know i was trying to look through imdb and figure out some like some of these you know the guys the people that have lines in the deleted scenes which you know there are in imdb there's listings for people that are from the uh director's cut um no oh,
1: interesting i i i want to quickly say i found a new york times article about max's and okay. i guess they had dried chickpeas that were always on every table so that was like <sighs> oh, a mainstay okay, yeah. It's almost and, like
0: the peanuts for what five yeah, guys?
1: Yeah, or exactly. Whatever. Or pretzels or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Sorry. they weren't good, and people used to throw them. So like that was ah. maybe the main thing <laughs> of like it was a known thing. If someone like wow. kind of sucked, you would throw the the chickpeas at them on stage. Hmm. So there you have it. Yep. So yeah, you're you're so this your uh it, the uh, deleted scene happens right here.
0: Yeah right yeah it cuts from this some viewing the sign and we hear um, as soon, you know actually I think it's over the sign um, uh, one of the bouncers saying as soon as a couple people leave I can fit you right in okay okay mm-hmm. um, but then the bouncer to William says excuse me got an ID Uh-oh. William is says very quietly I, I I I almost thought he didn't say it after like lo- looked at the dialogue that I fo- I found online somewhere I found this dialogue mm-hmm. um, uh, all transcribed out but. He, William says back to him, "Ah, no thanks, I'm fine." <laughs> so it's one Funny. of those, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, you didn't understand what he was saying. Apparently, it, was a, it could be too loud or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you know, so the bouncer's starting to show some gruff and saying, "No, you can't enter." Um, but Dennis Hope, thankfully, Jimmy Fallon's character comes in and says, "Hey, man, he's cool.
1: He's cool." Thank God for Jimmy Fallon.
0: And the bouncer knows him. And, you know, hey Dennis, how you
1: how you doing? You know, perfect. He's in, baby. Rolling
0: down highway um, so then when William gets in, uh, we see, you know, and another crazy thing about this, this, this deleted scene is, is there's a music difference, a song difference. So in what you and en- what we end up hearing, if when we get to it, uh,
1: will be um, uh, um, wishing well by free. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: So what we're hearing here is one of the lesser-known Stillwater songs that aren't. I'm pretty sure isn't used upon anywhere else in the movie. It's it's it was released. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is one of the ones that were released. I, at least I have it. I got somehow back when I started the show. Uh, Chance, <laughs> Chance upon you. Um, oh, okay. Uh, uh, probably released through uh, Cameron's uh, website, The Uncool.
1: So it was not on the soundtrack.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's only the one one the one song, Fever Dog. You know, it was the obvious choice. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the for the uh, official album soundtrack, what have you? Um, so so that song is playing throughout this whole, all the way into when they're sitting at the table. You know, it's even in the background. Then. Um, Damn, and the they cut song. it. So yeah. So yeah, no wishing well, uh, in the theatrical cut, unfortunately. Um, for, by a by a pretty good band, free. Uh, you know, I think. Um, oh, what, what's that huge one for them that we all know? Oh, about, all right now. Uh, Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Free is like one of those bands that's pretty good when you like look into it. You're not really gonna discover free songs in the wild that Mm -hmm. much. You know, the band that they kind of spawned, Simon Kirk and Paul Rogers, the drummer and the singer, famously went on to start Bad Company, which was a much more famous band and has you know a lot of foundational, uh, I would say filler. Uh, classic rock songs like if you put on the classic rock station you know that's the stuff that is always playing nobody they're nobody's favorite band but they are uh they're just all they're a mainstay of that radio format um and we even had the uh simon kirk from
0: free and i even when i had the script i even put in bad company i think even though i did a slash for some reason i put you know but uh, uh, that Estrella star says uh, in minute 41.
1: <laughs> oh, she references Simon? Yeah,
0: because he was apparently by the pool when they were in a hotel.
1: When they, oh, when, well, when well. William
0: was first with the girls in a hotel room and one of them threw their bra off and landed on his <laughs> on his lap when he's just, Very, sitting there tra- just sitting there trying
1: to read the phone book
0: or something. I forget what
1: he was. Rock and roll doing. lifestyle. <laughs> Yeah, so you get everybody in this scene, like you. I th- it feels like you you get a shot at Jimmy Fallon. I had forgotten what he looks like in this movie. Very funny, yeah. very funny haircut. Uh, you know, really stylizing him up. And then, uh, th- I've got to imagine some of these. I mean, it goes by pretty quickly. Do you know, like, obviously, you see Jason Lee and you, you see Billy Crudup. Um, but do you know who is? Are these characters you see before or again? Like the the woman who is writing on a notepad next to the the guy in sunglasses.
0: Well, yeah, and she is. I'm pretty sure she is. Uh, she's noted as uh, Max's Kansas City waitress because she's saying something something fish. You can barely. It's pretty unintelligible, but there's something I there. I
1: see. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's uncredited. Writer, yeah, and okay. so
0: Lily Scortus Ayers. I'm yeah, sure is, shout out to shout out to Lily. <laughs> one discernible word of a line
1: uh-huh yeah it's interesting because i i that that's got to be it she's got to be a waitress but yeah. it's so funny the way she's like she seems so casual and she's like leaning against the yeah, wall right. i was like is she also a, a rolling stone reporter because <laughs> she looks she, yeah and do we know who that guy is the with the long is he just an extra are they both kind of extras do you think
0: well so that is um uh, uh larry the bass player Larry's oh okay
1: okay do we really throwing a
0: dart i believe
1: yeah you'll have to remind me in in the movie like we obviously jason lee and billy crudup get a lot of lines and we know their characters names and stuff the other members of the band do we really uh like get much from them at all i mean he has a few lines like
0: like uh, let's just go get some barbecue. <laughs> I think oh, okay, some some program. real some real uh, pivotal <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yes, right. And and then it's, it's Silent Ed, and we only get the one line throughout the whole movie, and including the director's cut too. And that's on the uh, the, the, the airplane scene. Which, just so you know, if you're on a plane, Joe, <laughs> you won't see on a plane. <laughs> oh, is that, oh of, they take that. Yeah, because it's a yeah. it's
1: a potential they crash. They think it's right. going to crash. One of them right. says they're gay. Right. Yep. That, yeah, that's
0: that's Silent Ed, as I've come to call him. I don't know that anyone else has called him yeah. Silent before. But
1: interesting, I'm looking at the uh, the actors. So, I mean, the guy who plays Ed on IMDb doesn't even have a picture. Right, John, yeah. John Fedovich. Mm-hmm. Well, uh,
0: that's okay. So half the band is actors, except Jeff. Or, uh, Jeff Jason Lee. He apparently really did have some pretty good, you know, some some could, music chops, some, okay. some guitar playing uh, skills. So I mean that's that's only why they give him like a guitar and have him sing, um, um, uh something in the air um, in a uh, hotel room at one point, you know. Uh, and, he, and he and he sings this, you know, uh, in the very next minute, uh, the uh, on the cover of Rolling Stone.
1: Did you know that this John Fedovich guy who plays Silent Ed re- he reprises his role as Silent <laughs> Ed in Vanilla Sky? No, I don't
0: think. Anything. If you go to his
1: IMDb, wow. he doesn't have very many. Okay, have uh, yeah. He doesn't have very many um, roles. He has three credits, and the first one is almost famous as Ed Valencourt. in Vanilla Sky. He is credited as Silent Ed Valencourt. Oh man! Wow! Oh, cool. and then he's in he's in Shock Girl. I that, so I'm a yeah. as Hot Tears band member. He, I wonder if he is. <laughs> yeah, a, if he so, is so, a he, so
0: yeah, so that's that's where I was getting to. Is he yeah. is really a drummer? Um, okay. So, Larry Fellows here is played by Mark Kozlek, who is um, uh, the main member for two bands, uh, Red House Painters and um, Sun Kill Moon. Um, oh, very so, cool. So, he's playing yeah. a bass player here, but he's really a multi-instrumentalist and, and yes. singer.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and, and he has, like I said, he has a few lines, but nothing really too pivotal. I mean, there's there's like one other maybe later on, so we'll, we'll get to that.
1: They, uh, he's also in Vinylist, guy oh, and Shop Girl. Oh, so, wow. The, those wow, Those guys are together. in... Three movies wow. together, it's very funny. I just
0: never had the two tabs open at the same time. I guess for them, man, dude, the, back th-
1: the things it reveals, it's it's pretty wild.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, um. So, but uh, um. So I'm I'm still though technically in the lead scene because so there's there's some weird there's some some shots you know of the overall area you know kind of. Here roughly right after he gets in, and then at the very end before we, it cuts back to the normal rest of the scene, but uh-huh. um, so so he's just walking around a little bit, and he's standing there, and um, uh, Plexia comes up behind him. You see from the camera shot looking at his face, and behind him comes Plexia, and she puts her hands over his eyes, <laughs> and uh, classic
1: classic joking around move. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and she calls him Opie, um, which you know is is yeah really you know bad now because of the deflowering, and and that's. <laughs> uh, in, in my mind, it's just because we we really delve deep into into that and the more recent uh, uh, trading selling of the groupies.
1: Yeah, know, that's not, not good. Either. Yeah, I was watching an episode of Entourage out of uh, curiosity, yeah. and uh, yeah, the very casual being like, "Hey, this woman will this woman will go suck your dick," thing. It it, oh, it feels very yeah. sex trafficky It yeah. feels very uh, gross It feels like a tacit endorsement of of the lifestyle and the abuse and it's really yeah I think at the very least what almost famous has is it's a period piece so you know not unlike Mad Men you can be like okay. well that's yeah. that's a representation of what it was at the time at any rate it is wow. never comfortable <laughs> to uh, to watch
0: yeah. um so Polixia says to him I'm going to England with Deep Purple and we leave in an hour there's a little bit of pause. Don't forget me. Okay. Um,
1: is this in the deleted scene?
0: Yeah, right. Okay. She, she says it's all happening. So I'm going to credit, get, make, make, making sure I get that credited. Put a, uh, put a, put a check mark, <laughs> put a tally. Yep. Uh, but I must the Ah, yes. And she I gives him a somewhat long kiss. <laughs> Probably trying to do some open mouth. I don't know if William is reciprocating much because she kind of comes off it as a, you know, it's like uh, that, that was weird, you know. And he's, yeah, he's right. got this really straight face, like no smile, no frown, nothing. Just and and then she actually gives him an additional little peck. <laughs> Man, um, and then and then she leaves. They, and, and and as she's walking away, it's kind of cutting back and forth a little bit. And she kind of gives a slight wave, and he slight waves back. Um. So then the very last the very last thing is is that Dennis g- comes over to William. Then he says, "Hey." The enemy. So we get a two for one here. Um, because I'm also trying to keep count of that too. Um how many times referring to William as the yeah. enemy.
1: Yep. yep.
0: and even by himself too. I'm pretty sure I have that uh because we had that one just a couple minutes ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um when he's talking with Penny in the in the uh parking lot forest area. Um uh Hey the enemy, we got a table right there. Come on. They're all look- they're all looking for you. <laughs> They're very interested in him for some mm. reason, mm. you know, in this deleted scene. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's definitely – it it. I, I think, I guess, it doesn't – I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make sense, but <laughs> it, it's
1: probably a good reason to
0: cut, you know. it's
1: Yeah, you know I mean, what? Ultimately, yeah. I don't think we're going to miss it.
0: Yeah, we're, we're going to get a little bit more of, uh, you know, uh, I think in the next minute or two, a little bit of the Plexia leaving with Deep Purple, you know, so – Sad and, and there's and there's other you know of the of the band aids that come back at different points. Uh, there's definitely a very special moment for the special guests I have on. Um, hopefully, uh, for uh, Sapphire later mm. a bit later on. Cool. But, um, Yeah. That's you know. So we're coming back out of that deleted scene, and it's yeah the ordering. you know, It's just the background stuff of you know at at this restaurant with with yes. this, apparently a dartboard and waitress ordering.
1: It's, but, it's busy as hell. There's yeah. a, it's bustling. It's yeah, hustling.
0: Right. Yeah, some of those crowd shots in that deleted scene. I mean, there's there's some people that are a little little too. I mean, we had the David Bowie kind of, you know, Ziggy, you know, a little bit glammy. You got you know, a lot of wigs, even, even a, a lot of vis- lot of right, visible but, wigs. But, yeah, in the in, deleted in scene, there's definitely shirt. more of that of, of you know an, an open shirts, you know, kind oh, of. Oh yes. I mean, by, oh, by, yes. by guy and you know, in a wig and sitting around. Um, but uh uh so william makes the announcement
1: yeah he can't get their attention because you know they don't care they're rock and rollers and he's just a little fucking kid but he eventually he's got the news that you know will change their career Uh potentially but but there's just a little little i i
0: have it i have it in my transcript i think i shared with you unknown Mm -hmm. i someone saying i subscribe to the magazine so, you know, is this cut out of place here just a little bit. I mean, it's just a little background. Yeah, uh, and ADR probably yeah.
1: done in post-production.
0: And uh, Jeff's, Jeff replies after William says, you're going to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. Jeff replies, are you serious? The cover of Rolling Stone. And we made it together, you know. Like now, is is that a they,
1: reference they, because the yeah. Billy up had been kind of the one that the media and like the stuff were pushing, and then he wants it to be like a band unit? Is that the idea?
0: I think there definitely is this aspect of the media pushing. I mean, it's it's William as the media has been pushing for. He he's the interview he he, he feels like he needs the most, the first possibly, or I mean, he he does at points. Certainly talks to other band members, but he often um, earlier on was hesitant about going. You know, going into a lot more with I think some of the other band members because he wanted uh-huh. to really talk with Russell first. Um, yeah, and and you know, there, there's the t-shirt scene where yeah, okay, so there's someone in. You know, not necessarily. Certainly not Dick that did it. Apparently, it sure seems like. I mean, because he's so pissed that he has to deal with the ramifications of Jeff's problem with the T-shirt. Um, with with all, all the rest of the right, right. fuzzy in the background, what have you, blurry. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I mean, you know, there was there was a scene where Russell was telling William, you know, when it was just the two of them off to the side, you know, that uh, he's surpassed them, you know, musically.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Um,
0: you know, so so there is this tension, this feeling that is out there.
1: But Jason sure. Lee he, he wants to reiterate that they did it together, yeah, and that's right. the way it should be. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's
0: definitely more to that next minute, which I unfortunately I won't even be <laughs> going into. Um, though there'll, there'll be sure. something special next week. Interesting, uh, interesting, this, interesting, this, this, listeners. This is, end, this is the end of March <laughs> when 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 this is coming out. Okay, yeah, yeah. Before we started, show. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. They're, interesting they're,
0: in the, in the movies by minutes groups, there's been known to be some shenans um,
1: oh okay, well around, around I, the went, beginning
0: of April, what does that mean
1: hmm, huh? some <laughs> sort of f- f- fooling yeah. day yeah, but right. who's who's to say what that is? We'll just have to stay tuned yeah. uh and then our final moment is is Billy Crudup given about to shake his hand Yeah. right that's yeah. our the more that's
0: William reciprocates (laughs) (laughs)
1: that. Yeah, next week, tune in. Does he shake his hand?
0: William says, no, I won't shake your hand. You're an asshole.
1: You fool. I don't care for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to, I mean, like this, I have something that you may know, you may not, but it could potentially ruin the movie for you. Uh, And it's about Billy Crudup. And I don't know if you want me to, if you want me to just go ahead and say it, or if you'd if you'd rather, I I don't.
0: Yeah, let's let's go on. It's it's if, okay. if, if the deflowering rape did not ruin the movie for me, then I can't imagine Billy, what else would.
1: All right, here's what it is: Billy Crudup is the voice in the Mastercard commercials. Oh, geez. so if anytime you hear Billy Crudup talk yeah. in any movie you can hear it because that's like one of the most, to me, like prominent voiceover commercials. Like, you know, a hot dog with with extra mustard, uh, $5. A large soda, (laughs) $4.23. Tickets to the home opener of the Yankees, uh, you know, $120. Getting to spend time with your kid, priceless. Like, now listen to Billy Crudup talk in Almost Famous. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's the exact same voice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I at least highly suspected it. I don't know that I ever actually researched it out, but, yeah. I, so That's, that's always I, been in the back of my head. Yeah. I
1: hate to do that, and I, I hope it doesn't ruin the experience for you or anybody, but it, that is something uh, that I can't get out of my head. When I see Billy Crudup well, on screen and talk, so I guess I'm just passing along the curse.
0: Well, and Billy Crudup is, is as, as if you might have – Noticed the the my little plug that I like off, I always do always go back and forth between my two other shows uh, Watchmen minute so he's he's yeah, the, he's you're, one you're, of the few to connective tissues Apparently, you're doubling, think, doubling yeah.
1: up you're double up crude up yeah
0: so my next one is going to be another crude up movie what is it going to be uh,
1: the uh, uh, spotlight <laughs> spotlight yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> what else has he done um, you know no. they
1: they he almost was Batman. He was in Ooh. talks like back in like when they eventually went with Christian Bale, oh, yeah. and he would have been he would have been a good Bruce Wayne, but you know obviously Christian Bale I, was great. Well,
0: there were okay. I'm pretty sure this uh, was this was it this show of mine or was I guessing on someone's where I think one of the extras or not extras, but you know uh, 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 lower dialogue actors in this from a couple few minutes ago, not too long ago,
1: from the support they, like supporting cast. They were
0: yeah, they were almost. Oh wait. It might have been, it might have been. It, it was, it was. It, it's it's a guy that plays John Winner.
1: Oh my God, he was he was E
0: I E I O N Bailey. I don't know how you say that first name E uh-huh.
1: yeah. I O N. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Yawn, maybe. Um, maybe it's pronounced <laughs> Yawn. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> That'd be fucking nuts. But yeah, I,
0: like, I just saw it today. I like that. I just I was scrolling past and I saw some movie that had like. Two Taylors in it, but the 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 second Taylor, I think, was like had a U T A U Y. I don't know.
1: So I think it's I think it's pronounced either Owen or Ian. Yeah, but Mm. like there's there's no way to tell. At any rate, was what was he almost? Well,
0: also Christian Bale, Batman.
1: Oh, so he was in the he was in the damn mix. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. So so Billy, Ian, Ian, and (laughs) (laughs) Christian.
1: (laughs) Holy shit, that's. Isn't that something?
0: Of a trifecta of Batman. Well, not in this minute, but
1: two, of them. two of them. <laughs> yeah. He. Oh my God. Wow. All the Batman <laughs> you could ever want. Yep. Nope. Um, I think we're winding
0: down. Do you have anything cool. else you? How you know you i dropped the i
1: dropped the crude up uh mastercard yeah. bomb that was mm-hmm. like the big thing uh, I wanted to get out of here yeah <laughs> um so we uh, want to
0: transition now to uh the 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 bigger question probably that that we're gonna get a little more out of i think uh uh of the uh four bands that make up stillwater i'd I'd like to hear uh, your your personal personal favorite ish whatever you know however kind of you want to judge it uh ranking. Uh, favorite to least favorite or vice versa let us know that too yes but, uh, so the four bands are that ma- that make up so are i don't know if i just said uh-huh. that. um almond brothers mm-hmm. eagles
1: okay led zeppelin and
0: leonard skinner yes.
1: okay great uh all bands that are great um so it was the first one you said was almond brothers yep i'm just mm-hmm. i'm gonna do my quick you want me to do my rock hall rundown
0: <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah
1: definitely Almond Brothers were inducted into the Rock Hall in 1995. <laughs> that was the same year as Led Zeppelin. They both got in oh, wow. on their first year eligible. The Eagles were inducted, also first year eligible, 1998, though, so it would have been a few years later. And then what was the other band you said? Leonard Skinner. Skinner. Yep. Leonard Skinner had a very hard time getting in the Rock Hall, yeah. and they were on the ballot maybe six or seven yeah. times. They eventually got in in 2006. Wow. And if I had to, of my personal favorites, it's Almond Brothers. I really love, but it's hard to not put Zeppelin at the no. top, just because, like, you know, they put out so many incredible records that have so many great songs in them. But I'm gonna go ahead and mm, I'm gonna give the edge to zeppelin just because i like own more of their full albums Mm -hmm. and then allman brothers are right there below them because i think allman brothers whereas like i don't necessarily find any of their albums particularly like they they don't reach the heights that the led zeppelin albums do uh i still think you know some of their songs are, are like some of the best rock songs and dwayne allman is you know, one of the great, and Greg Allman, like, it, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying anything profound or new or interesting, but uh, that's my, yeah, and I, I saw the Allman Brothers, oh, but you know, cool. uh, that would have been in like 2003 or 4 or something, and uh, yeah. Dickie Betts was not with them anymore, and obviously Dwayne had been, Dwayne died in like 1970, but you know, Greg Allman was, was still alive, and it was Warren Haynes and Derek Trucks were the guitar players, and that was that was really fun. Um, I think if Led Zeppelin ever reunited, we would have to pay five thousand dollars for a ticket. So I don't, I don't know that that's ever going to be happening. Okay, and then the last two. See, I think the Eagles get a bad rap. I think the mm-hmm. Eagles mm-hmm. are uh, often maligned unfairly. I think they made slick rock and roll, and they also, I think they also, and the, there was a time when that was kind of frowned upon. Like your rock had to be grungy, or it had to be like a rootsy uh the way the kind of almond brothers are you know they the but the Eagles are good, and Leonard Skinner is also good, and also like they 're almost like the slick tight version of the almond brothers right mm-hmm. they 're not they 're not really i mean freebird's a long song, but they also they put out some incredible singles that were like very poppy and made for the radio, and I say that as a good thing yeah. now i 'm gonna you know what i 'm gonna give the edge to the Eagles on that one. Uh, and then no shade to the, to the Leonard Skinnerd, but I'm just Eagles had fucking uh, t- 20 great songs. And some of their, some of their stuff that's like a little more, uh, you know, not, not the huge hits like on the border or new kid in town. Like those are, those are some great, some great songs. And I love a band that has more than one singer. And they, they had hits with uh four, five, I think singers with, mm-hmm. Don Henley and Glenn Fry, obviously the two big ones, but Joe Walsh sang on a, on a few songs like in the city. And then you get Tim Schmidt coming in towards the end. And he has, I can't tell you why. And then he replaced Randy Meisner who did one of the great Eagles songs. And I love that. It's not two of the main guys. uh, Take it to the limit.
0: Cool. Wow.
1: So that's my, that's my, my rambly breakdown (laughs) of of where I would, where I would rank them.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Uh, And um, you you know, just 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 to throw one other thing in there, you know, just so you know, there's there's a lot of kind of Fifth Beatles type of uh, you know other bands, and I've been collecting a list of them too. But like the highest, at, right at the start that I kind of knew about, but I just chose to not throw on. I just kept,
1: uh-huh. the, yeah, had it, cut throw
0: it down for I just want to let mention the one. See what you think is yeah, Poco.
1: Oh, interesting. And now the aforementioned, and, actually, and, both both Randy Meisner. And Tim Schmidt were in okay. uh, Poco. And wow. the I don't know if it's irony, but uh, yeah. when, when Randy Meisner left Poco to join the Eagles, uh, to start the Eagles, really, uh, Tim Schmidt replaced him in Poco. And then when Randy Meisner left the Eagles, uh, Tim Schmidt replaced him in the Eagles. And, and they they aren't
0: in the Rock Hall, right? No, and I yeah. couldn't tell
1: you <laughs> when, when one <laughs> po- one Poco song. <laughs> yeah, you know, like right. I just exactly. they were an extremely minor band. I'm sure they they have some good songs, you know. But but, but yeah, whatever.
0: and it, and it's all based on. I mean, you know, that apparently is one of the one of the these bands that uh, he he went went around with. And you know,
1: sure, kind
0: of <laughs> sure. So that's, that's but there but 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 there's others that like have been mentioned too. That like, well, he definitely didn't hang out with them, except like because they're a lot newer but except he did like for Pearl Jam I mean that
1: yeah was, that you was know up by someone uh inducted in yeah. 2017 yeah. uh another first year eligible induction but like yeah obviously Cameron Crowe like loves yeah. Pearl Jam he did the documentary for their 20th anniversary and he did singles where he you know drew upon you know the Seattle scene and specifically yeah. a lot of those guys and supposedly the one way that he might have actually
0: drawn from Pearl Jam his his little bit of time up to the, up to the creation of this movie that he he was around them is was the uh the huddle that they that we see a couple times in the
1: movie oh uh, interesting
0: doing that kind of fairly countryish <laughs> sounding song
1: the, uh, yeah, well yeah what yeah. so i'm not so in almost famous okay. they they do a huddle and sing a song
0: yeah and they, they bring william into it too but uh, i think both times even
1: that yeah, to me sounds time. like yeah. um the way the eagles yeah. would sing seven bridges oh, okay. road yeah they used to and it's in the yeah, the eagles documentary is really yeah. great. Uh, it's really long. It's like two parts and both parts are like three hours, but I love <laughs> it um, because they're so petty and they, they like hate each other. Um, but what they used to do bef- to warm up before the song is they would get in a, a huddle and they would sing the song seven bridges road. and They do it a cappella, yeah. And uh, I, one of the last singles was a live version of seven bridges road may have even been released wow. after they broke up.
0: Cool, great. great, that's amazing. Yeah, you don't you don't know just rock hall stuff. You you have a ton of
1: <laughs> <laughs> knowledge about. Yeah, this. I mean, you know, obviously the, the things are connected. Uh, you yeah. know, knowing about rock, and then that's why I care about the rock hall. Oh yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so then, uh, we just want to hear a little bit about your history with this movie
1: yeah, so um I think i I rented it from the grocery store uh, video store. You remember when grocery stores used to have like yeah. a video store in them? I'm from Pittsburgh, so it would have been from uh, the the chain that we have there called Giant Eagle. And the video store inside Giant Eagle was called Eagle Video. And uh, I'm for sure we we got the DVD. I was must have been in high school. And we got it, and that's the only time I've seen it. <clears throat> it's possible I was in college but, or when I was like home for the holidays, or or for the summer, or something. But it was it, it had to have been when I was a teenager, and that's the only time I've watched it. And you would think I would revisit it, having having gotten like more into that type of music, and like I don't know, it's that thing of like when you watch a movie when you're eighteen or sixteen, and then like you know, you're like talking 15 years later and you're like yeah i've seen almost famous but it's like not really i like don't remember anything and i can say i've seen it but like what did i retain and also as a 16 year old like i'm watching movies and i'm i go wow that was great that was my response for every movie i saw unless it was like true dog shit i didn't really have any discerning opinions about (laughs) movies it was just like "Uh uh-huh wow cool i liked it So, I mean, like, and I haven't really, like, th- I, I, you know, I've thought about it a few, I guess, a few times uh, since, because it's, like, an interesting document, uh, and it's, uh, you know, every Cameron Crowe movie almost since then has been, like, critically mm-hmm. just fucking uh, dunked on, and that's mm-hmm. funny to me, and I wonder, you know, what it was about that story in that movie i mean obviously it's so so personal to cameron crow uh it's nearly an autobiography and and just he has he's one of those guys that it feels like he has a lifetime pass and it's feels like it's obviously there are movies before then um yeah well i that mean the, were good. The, yeah, the
0: one right before this is jerry Maguire. i mean that's that's what really
1: got oh yeah I mean, I mean like a huge yeah. success and you know i actually watched say anything recently and mm. i was expecting to th- I was expecting it to not age well or to be pretty bad, but I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, but this feels like kind of the last gasp for Cameron Crowe, uh, but he, we'll give him a million more chances, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, then you have an opportunity to tell us well, – well, tell us uh, who does care about the Rock
1: Hall. Oh my goodness! It's me. Yes, <laughs> I yeah. It's mostly me and not my co-host. The kind of dynamic of my podcast with a, one of my good friends and a very funny fellow comedian, Kristen Stuttered, is that she. You know, we've been doing this podcast for nearly three years, which is uh, crazy. But um, the dynamic is, uh, for some reason, and I guess I could. It would take a long time for me to really break down what it is and why. But I know everything about the rock and roll hall of fame and i'm like obsessed with it and i follow it year round and i get really excited about the induction ceremonies and i like want to talk about like when the nominees come out or like who gets in and all that stuff it's like my sports i'm not a sports guy yeah right the Mm -hmm. rock and roll hall of fame really to me is just a fun way to talk about and it's a challenge to talk about music in an objective way it's almost impossible but, uh, you know, I found that once you you can get anyone going, uh, if you bring up the Rockman Hall of Fame, you can get anyone going. Oh, to yeah. Just, like, they have opinions, whether they follow it or not. So, it, it and, you know, every time these announcements happen, there's so many people just, they have a million opinions. And it felt to me like every time there was an article or people spouting off about it, nobody fucking knew what they were talking about. And it was like, well, there has to be a space... For, like, if you want to know shit about the Rock Hall and you want people to talk about it from an informed perspective, and also there's, you know, it's not two in the weeds. My co-host doesn't know anything, so she she's kind of the perspective of the audience. It felt like there was a, there was a place where it could live and it hadn't been done before, and it felt like the one thing that I felt like I was an authority on and it could be fun, lively conversation, and so that is what my my show is. And we tend, you know, we have episodes that focus on a lot of different things, but we tend to do it artist focused each episode. Yeah. You know, like we just did Dionne Warwick, and we did uh, Mary J. Blige. These are artists who are new to the ballot, and we go through and we try to evaluate again from an objective perspective. Could they get in the hall? Could it be this year? Could it be soon? Is it never going to happen? What's the what's what could their induction look like? Who would induct them? All that kind of stuff. Which to me is an endless well of content.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and as far as Kristen goes, I, I, I love it when when she realizes she's learned something.
1: Yeah, right. Because yeah. she if you do it if you do it for three years, like yeah. even if you're defiantly trying not to learn anything, it's it's gonna seep in there. And a lot of it really has. And that's always very fun for me to witness.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's great. Uh, and we're both on, uh, as well as my other show, as well. Uh, Feels like Weezer. Uh, all three of these shows are on uh, Pantheon Podcast Network. You can find them at Um, And yeah, that's, that's been a great experience for me. I hope, I hope the same for you. And
1: yeah, it's, it's, and, they're, they're a great group of guys and uh, they, they are, are so supportive and we're, uh, over it, who cares about the Rock Hall? We're very happy and excited to be a part of the family at Pantheon. Yeah, um, so I really appreciate you making it on, making it for this minute, and maybe
0: maybe one more down the road or something. I mean, yeah, got, for sure, these, man. It, we got it, these it's... crazy credits that no one has signed up for. No one has, <laughs> and I and and for the movies by minutes community, I've I've said it to some of the other people I've had on from that from that side of the uh, spectrum, and and I've mentioned maybe I wouldn't do the credits like, oh, no. So that's a bad thing, apparently. You know? Yeah, you
1: do the credits, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, th- thank you for having me. I feel like this has been uh, gestating for a long time. I feel like you asked me to do yeah, that's the show right. probably like uh, a year, at least a year ago. Yeah, well, I mean, my, my whole
0: schedule for this just changed dramatically when I realized uh, I don't want to put this out three times a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you once go. once a week
0: is, is, is plenty I think as, that's as a wise. single host, essentially.
1: Yeah, essentially. I think that's wise. Yeah.
0: But uh, well, well, you know, there's there's a Star Wars minute, guys. You kind of really kicked this off, so I'll, I'll give that little shout out to them. Pete and Alex are great guys. Um, and uh, uh, one is of them is that Pete on... the retailer. That's right.
1: Okay. Have you, have you
0: met or just? I have just met heard Pete about... the retailer yeah,
1: because cool. I've done I've done a podcast called oh, right. uh, Allison Rosen is yeah, your best new sure. best friend, and he he sometimes uh, is the audio yeah. engineer on that show, that's and right. I, so I've met him when I did that show again yeah. well over a year ago
0: but they, but they do the daily five days a week for star Wars god Man. damn and, that's and that's so some... that's that's how they've in, in like in the past uh six or seven years have made it through you know eight or eight or nine now uh seasons <laughs> essentially good God of, of the Well, God
1: bless him yeah
0: um so yeah thanks to them and a the whole uh, movies by minutes community you can find it at movies um, and, yeah, thanks so much, Joe. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up
1: here. Um, that sounds great. Thank so, you. Yeah.
0: So until Minute 87 next week, hopefully, <laughs> it's all happening.
1: It's all happening, baby. I am a golden god! Yeah! queen
2: of hearts is always your best bet it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football